I was sitting in front of a video. I heard what sounded like a kid thrown against a wall echo from the other room. I was watching Sharon Hayes' new work, Ricerque, on the opening day from 2 until 5. Like most these days, the opening was longer, midday, all day. The gallery, the common guild, attracts an older crowd. An older lot often brings a younger group of kids with them too. The rooms were noisy. I'll get over it. The Common Guild is currently baseless. The rumour I heard was that their townhouse location on Park Circus, a rich bit of the West End, was reacquired by whichever benefactor had granted them its use in the first place. Before the lockdown, the gallery was giving talks around the city. Now exhibitions appear to be happening in makeshift spaces. The work, which I will get to, is on show in the old Aldelphi Terrace Public School at 5 Florence Street. The location was an exhibiting space during the last Glasgow International Festival. It hasn't been a public school for a while. Again, why am I crying about kids screaming in a school? The American artist Sharon Hayes has presented free works, multi-channel videos on each floor. Each somewhere between 20 and 40 minutes long, their content presents Hayes with her back turned to the camera, questioning various groups of people. I read the text. The work uses Camille de Moore, uh, it's a film from 1964 by Pierpaolo Pasolini as a guidepost. I watched a bit before I went, and it's true. Pasolini does much the same in black and white, even asks some of the same questions, like where do babies come from? The questions, or rather, the answers, I found most fascinating were those from the women of the Arlington Impact and Dallas Elite Mustangs, both First Division women's football lines in the USA. In February 2020, a couple dozen American football players answered questions into Hayes' windshielded microphone. Questions like, what's it like taking a hit? What's it like being a woman on the field? How long have you played? What does your family think? Does playing football make you a better lover? Did you have to learn how to use your body in a different way? The answers are all complex, varying from person to person. The microphone is passed around so many can respond. The players talk about escapism in sport. Talk about parental aggression, the difficulty in finding appropriate sports gear like pads that accommodate their bodies, what their relationships are like and their dedication, gender experience and sisterhood. The conversation opens both participant and viewer alike to expanded thinking on gender presentation and sexuality, among other things. When I began writing a newsletter in May of 2021, I posted a review of Tori Peters' Detransition Baby. I spoke about the book and my experience with detransitioning, a component of the fiction. I identified as a woman once, I was on hormones and used she her pronouns, I de or re-transitioned to a man. In Ricerque 2, the women talk about masculinity on the field. Do you get more masculine on getting there? Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it, it comes out, you know, because, I mean, yes. <laughs> The women all talk about their different experiences with their gender on the field, what it means to them. For some, their gender is something static, and for others, it's fluid. Gender can be in the practice, in the performance, playing a game, or it can be in neither. Recently, I joined a gym. I will be taking my congratulatory correspondences, henceforth, to get ripped. I want a larger body. I want breasts, pecs, a bigger chest, which are all different. Or are they? I was once taking estrogen for the same reason, alongside an anti-androgen that made me white out talking to a friend on a bench. I wanted certain parts of my body to look different. I still do. Yet I know that acquiring such a body inches me more masculine, more man, by modern standards. 
Some players see themselves the same on the field and off, others don't. A practice, no matter what it is, sport, art, writing, goblet, squats, can accommodate a resolution by repetition. The act of doing something can make it so. I drink horrible proteinaceous shakes, lift weights three times a week, write a snarky newsletter, and record video essays, and I haven't a single bone in either of my wrists. In small performances of eclectic masculinities and femininities, I live my sad little life, Jane. In performing The Reporter, Sharon Hayes asks questions and I appreciate their answers. The work is a guidepost for necessary conversations and introspective contemplations. I would recommend it.